3: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah.
4: Welcome to J.Ill, right a production of iHeartRadio. Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, what's up? This, <laughs>
5: this is what it is, baby. This is what it is. This is what it sound like right now, okay? Hi, everybody. Welcome to J.L, the podcast. You know I'm here with my sister. i am talking about Aja Graydon danzla. Present and accounted for. Mm-hmm. Finally. <laughs> Elias St. Clair. Bonjour, bonjour. I'm here. What's up? We we are here. I'm Jill Scott, and uh, we have this awesome privilege. We actually have a super fan of our little bit, a little show. You know, Absolutely you know. I, I tend to, to to move away when people say little. I like yeah. your little car. I like your little house. You know, the yeah. little stake on the show. I like your little, little show. Little like yeah. your little show. Mm-hmm. But really, we have a super fan of our our sweet, loving. Show awesome. J Dot Il, the podcast. Royce. Family. Oh, family. And yes. Yes. Always got something to say. Always yes. a reaction to everything that a we're full, doing a, and a talking about. A full analysis. That's right, Aja. You know, actually listening to the podcast, listening to our thoughts and our confusion and us getting it together and, you mm-hmm. know, all the things. Uh, appreciate that so much. I, I just saw your bio, which is Ill Royce. Okay. Ill. Okay. This is Royce Hall. Okay. And I want to say your name right, because it's so beautiful. And catch me if I'm wrong. Chin oh. Yelu Alimayu. Yeah, actually, that's
6: it. Yeah.
5: Oh, it's so beautiful. It's like a, a beautiful melody. Uh, Royce Hall, Chinlelu Alimayu, is a genre-bending, Afrofuturistic, Black liberation, soul, funk, hip-hop music recording artist, multi-instrumentalist, arranger, composer, MC, vocalist, Actor, photographer, sketch artist, keynote speaker, and alum of Florida A and M University. Okay, fam, you?
6: Rollers all day.
5: I mean, goodness! Just to know that we have somebody listening that has this broad scope of existing is just so fantastic. And he be
7: busy, so that's nice that you find the time. That's nice.
6: (laughs) Yeah. I'm, it's love, you know, I'm so, I'm just glad to be here with y'all, it's love. It's,
5: it, yes, it is our pleasure. Wow, so so are you, you're based in the South?
6: Yeah, I'm here in Atlanta. Yeah, from uh, Salisbury, Maryland, but I grew up in Tallahassee and moved to Atlanta. Like, you know, most of us rather do, we spend our time in Tallahassee. We moved to Atlanta or Houston, so here I am.
5: How's Atlanta treating you?
6: Atlanta's been good. I enjoy it. It's it's a lot different, a lot different than when I first moved here. There's been a lot of changes, but um, overall, it's still, still good to me. So we're gonna rock and roll for a little while longer.
5: Beautiful, Atlanta and I, we we do okay. I don't know, I don't, I don't know. We do all right, and when I when I get a chance to go, we we do well. I'll say. Come on, next time you come,
6: I, I will definitely make sure. That you have a, a you know a, a fruitful Atlanta experience. Give me some give me something new to take back with you.
5: I would definitely
7: appreciate that. Royce means that because like you got one of your jobs. Didn't one of your jobs have you doing that for Asia in a way? Like it's weak, right? Y'all
6: see yeah, Asia on the 30th.
4: Yeah, we're actually supposed to see each other later on this month. I'm gonna be in Atlanta performing. But of course, you know, we met face-to-face for the first time in Atlanta when I went down there for a gig. And, you know, we just rapped about the the podcast, about life in general, and just, you know, really kind of bonded. So I really, it was like, it was such a cool opportunity to meet up with somebody who really listens to the podcast, who really listens, listens to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, now that we have voice here... And we're like, okay, Royce is a super fan. He's been down since day one. He's a day one podcast listener. I just would be curious to know, like, what were your expectations? Like when you first came to the podcast, you're like, Yo, I'm gonna listen to this. Like, what did you think you were gonna get? And then like, what did you get? get?
6: Initially, initially, and I think I told you this, initially I thought, you know, okay, we got this platform. The first episode, no lie, I sat so still. I held my breath. I was like, all right, let me see. In the first episode, I was like, all right, lovely. Second episode, I was like, all right, I'm in. Third episode, I'm in. But my, my first thing was, uh, my questions were surrounding, if it was an inclusive space, would there be some intersectionality for somebody like me who can relate to all of you on several, I mean, immense levels from various points of identity but also, you know, if if it will be an affirming space as it related to the subjects, the topics, how how different identities are spoken of. And so once I heard episodes that that led into that, I was like, you know what, I'm settling, I'm sitting, and I'm gonna just ride with this. And I'm curious when when did he realize that? <laughs> I think it was around maybe the it was definitely season one. It was well within maybe the first, I would say like four four episodes. I can't remember the episode exactly, but there was one where somebody touched on the different type of listeners that you all would have. And just acknowledging the broad spectrum of people that you reach and not limiting that to uh, maybe just what you're used to on the day-to-day or your closeness circle, but just actually extending that type of um, compassion, willing to connect with other people. That was just very important to me. Um, Of course, already being familiar with you all, that was, of course, that was a a general thing, but just to hear that in this type of space was very refreshing.
5: I'll I'll just speak for myself right now. Like I, I really do want to understand. I wanna understand. Like there's, there's, you know, I hate to sound poetic, geez, but you know, there's so many flowers in the garden, you know, there's, it's just the list is so complex, you know, it's, it's not just the simple daffodil or rose or lily, it's these wonderful combinations of creation, you know, and like just trying to grasp it and we're, we're moving in a direction definitely. Uh, And I just mean the world like we're moving in a direction where we really could have the whole rainbow community. We really could. It's right there. It is right there. It's like love is the answer to the questions, period.
6: It is. Absolutely. Well, I think uh, Adrian and I were talking about liberation as well. Set ourselves free from upholding those that are actually quite oppressive and limiting. We can extend that to other people and just exist together as opposed to imposing or impeding or projecting those limitations on other people because they've been placed on us. If we just learn how to exist within and of ourselves and our truth and our beauty and all our different lo- levels and layers, it'll be absolutely just beautiful when we look at the variations that surround us every day, because then we can, we can see the landscape that we're living on with just like a clear eye, like, I'm standing in divine energy, you're standing in divine energy. Once we realize that we're all created on purpose and in purpose to be actual individuals, like how boring would God or goddess be just to say, I'm gonna just make carbon copies. It would would just be absolutely boring. So.
7: I feel like too what I don't know I, this journey that we've been doing on this podcast too. We've always we've also been allowed to make mistakes. We've also been allowed to learn. And as I was listening to Roy speak, I was like, yeah, there's been a moment. There was a moment, moments on this podcast where maybe Asia or Jill, one of our us, had to say, hey, listen, don't forget about this community. Don't let's not forget. And and with that. I always say, you know, we have to allow each other patience in that moment for other people because everybody doesn't always. But if there is a moment where we can say, hey, don't forget. And then you say, you're right. And you are right.
6: And I've heard that. And I I think it just makes me feel so warm when I've heard that on the show because it's the consideration. It's the care.
4: Yeah. So, you know, when we started this entire venture with the podcast, you know, we really wanted to speak our truth. And in speaking our truth, it, you know, it obviously was a place that we wanted everyone to kind of be, have an opportunity to hear and feel themselves. So to hear any person who listened to the podcast feel as if that they were safe enough to be themselves and their fullness of themselves listening and feeling and, and hearing themselves in our experience is exactly, I think, what we all wanted. And... When I first got to know, you know, Royce and, and hearing his story, it made me happy to feel that a trans man felt very much at home in the space where we were. Because it unfortunately out here we're Gen Xers. We don't always understand or know, you know, how to, you know, I mean, you know, how to behave or how to just live and be in community with people. Come and I on. think so much of the so much of the um, the propaganda has made it really difficult to be in community because it tells you that it got to be this way or that way when it's just about just being present and being thoughtful and listening and just and so like being in community is actually not as difficult as people make it seem. And so I think that in what we tried to do here, that was, that was where the heart was. So to mm-hmm. feel that people, that, that, that there was a space where people felt the heart and that, that, that was a great place to start. The rest of it is things you can learn, mm-hmm. but your heart got to be in the right place first. Come on. So I think that's just, that's, that's always the big issue with us. And then particularly in this generation, but I mean, across generations, but particularly in this generation, as people start fussing and, and carrying on about pronouns and this and that and yada, yada, yada before that, that's the advanced class before y'all get to that you got to get your heart right right where is your heart where is this you know where is the space that says that a person other black people feel in community with you you can't say that you love black people if other black people don't feel safe in community with you
3: Mm -hmm.
4: you remember
7: that royce that's what i i I feel like i remember you telling us that you was like hold up y'all We got to think about this in a whole holistic way of all Black people. And we wanted a safe space for Black folks. Period. Period. More Real Talk after the break.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort.
8: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.
4: honestly at this late in the season to have an opportunity to talk to you really does kind of like to me feel a full circle moment because we've opened up ourselves in so many ways on this on this podcast you know and you know and at the end of the day I don't want to pretend like we did some great thing we just simply surrendered ourselves to what it means to love each other and that is is uh-huh. a radical act. I mean, yeah. that's a radical act within itself. But it's what you should do. Y'all know, y'all know how your mama said. You want me to throw a parade yes. for you. You want me to give you a cookie for being to for acting the way you supposed to act. It's
7: hmm. also a good album title, but yes,
4: yes, yeah, you know. But we we we're not asking for a cookie. We're just yeah. simply saying thank you for receiving what it was the intention of what we were
5: trying to put out. Yes, yes. ma'am. Absolutely. I keep learning so much all the time. And it's it's revolution, you know, that's a big word on a thing, but that's how I feel often. There are days when we have these podcasts, Roy, Roy, and I feel like somebody has just taken their hands and grabbed the center of my forehead and just started pulling, (laughs) just started pulling apart. And and that's what it can feel like. You know, we are, we are very much, well, I'll, I'll say I'm very much your auntie, you Mm. know, How, how old are you? Is that okay to ask? Is that rude? I
4: don't know. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. I just was impressed that you called yourself an auntie.
5: Oh, I've been calling myself an auntie. That's me. That's me. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. That's yeah. Laia. My bad. Yeah. is yeah. younger than us. She's not, she's not. No, mean Asia's younger than me, but it's okay. I'm We're not even
6: going like, to. Asia, Asia and I are
5: just a couple years apart. Ah. I'm okay. an auntie. Okay. Okay. If nobody else here is the auntie, I am. No, I'm learning to embrace my auntie, especially as
7: I I, I I speak to more of like my sisters from the continent. and I realize that auntie is is an honor. I, I'm
4: I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. No, I fully embrace my auntie. So. But I I love that. Come on, like, cause we're talking about full millennial oldness. Okay. <laughs> yes, the oldest side of millennialism. Okay. Yeah. Voice is giving us, you know, full on like elder millennial energy here. Yeah, yes. we're not we're not
5: talking to a baby. Yeah, my mixtape was on a cassette. Huh? <laughs> uh, a cassette. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, I mean, so boys, at. just just so grateful to have you here and this, you know, super fanning of it all. Like, thank you so much for for listening and and being involved and um, speaking up. And when I say speaking up, I just mean commenting from a very genuine place. Yeah. Just just comment. me in life. Uh, yes, thank you. It, it's helpful for us. Yes, because like they just said, we're we're just doing what our hearts almost command us to do. You know, I'm good with it. I'm really good with it. So, speaking of hearts, Royce Hall, <laughs> what's on your heart?
6: Really, is just the beauty and the liberation of just showing up for self, because that's the foundation. But then the way I show for myself and how that extends into community, I think that oftentimes there's so many limitations that are placed on us early on. I often think about how just open and brave and courageous and just hungry most of us are definitely me, how I was as a child. You know, I didn't care if if the tree was too big, I would attempt to climb, even if I fell out. I didn't care if, you know, somebody talked about the clothing or your hairstyle or whatever, I think, especially toddlers or that those early years before anything is put into your mind, disappointment, discouragement, all of those things, we are so open to just living and experiencing. And so lately I've just been reflecting on just my child self. And showing up with that bravery of my child self, so that I can, I can pour that into other people. I can share that with other people, and it, it not even be a forceful thing to just stand in my total existence, my total fullness. And and I think that once, when when I'm in that space of reflecting that type of energy, I I'm able to birth something that is 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 just naturally a part of my mission that we can all share. It's not about living up to the expectations that are inhumanely pushed on us. It's just about being
5: myself. That's it. I'm just letting it wash all over. That feels so good. Showing up for yourself and a, and acknowledging that everything is not always going to be right or perfect or because we're human beings and we're living life, you know, but... Honoring yourself and, and remembering your inner child, cause yeah, we were uh, fearless. And when something was funny, we laughed. You know what I mean? As loud as we wanted, we played for no reason. Like just recalling those things and and trying to not trying but just actively allowing. Exactly
6: the breaking the breaking free really all about making other people comfortable because somebody made them feel uncomfortable because of them being in their fullness. and it's just a cycle, it's a cycle and once we're able to break those shackles of what's been imposed upon us, you know, you you feel different, you breathe different. Those expectations don't matter. You know, they and, and like you said, we're human beings, so not only are we human beings, but we're human beings having a spiritual experience. And that spirit is not meant to be bound or put in any sort of box, you know? And we we, we hurt ourselves so much, so much, just trying to fit into that box of acceptance and, and being liked and, you know, yeah, you want love, but the only way to give love, I, I wouldn't want somebody to be around me all day, every day, no period. And they feel as though the only way I can be in your space is if I live by some beliefs from somebody who doesn't even matter. You know, it's I want you to be in your fullness around me.
4: I, I, you know what? I have to tell you that what you said is the culmination of so much that has been on my heart lately. And I feel so grateful to hear that because one thing that I've that I've come to understand within my own life is that You know, we talk about these subjects out in the abstract, right? When my daughter spoke on this, she said, People get all upset about what they will or will not call a trans person when they don't even know a trans person. We get all upset out into this abstract of things and we're not really thinking about exactly what the life experience is. And one of the things that I'm coming to understand is that you can't serve a person unless you listen and know a person unless you listen to what it is their actual needs are so much of what we identify ourselves as are things that are given to us so that people can decide what we get you're this and so because you're this you get this and because you're this you don't get this and I think so much of that has caused us to live lives that are all based on I need to know what this is so I can decide what you're going to not get or what you're going to get to me get. rather than actually listen to what a person's needs are. If you don't have a box to put someone in, you can't decide it for them. They have to decide it for themselves. Then they have to articulate it. And then you have to listen. Exactly. And that process, that process is lost on us in so many ways. And as a black woman and living that experience in this, in this country, in this world, I understand that I need to know myself and articulate my needs. I don't want anyone to decide what it is I'm worthy of based on what they think those particular identities mean to them. That, that's that I, I refuse. And none of us wants that. I'll take it back to, and I hope I'm saying this right. I'll take it back to Changalia, right? Sure. To Kwanzaa. Yes, we must define ourselves for ourselves for ourselves. Yeah. We have to define ourselves for ourselves. If we do not do that, someone else will define us for us. And we already know what happens when that happens. We already know the disaster that we're looking at when that happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm full of love in this moment. And like I said, today I had a challenging day. And so it's testing me into like in, in a lot of ways mentally, but I will have to say this, that um, my heart is full because in this place and this in this space, this podcast, I've been able to define myself in ways that I've never been able to do my entire career with people who know me for my music or know me, you know, X, Y and Z. I've also been able to define myself with people who have no idea who I am, who came to this podcast only because they saw that it was Jill Scott and they have come to me and say, hey, I I didn't know who you were and I've been able to understand and get to know you through this process. So I think, you know, even as we interact with all these outside things and we talk about, oh, the social media is this or social media is that or da, 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 da. We have this opportunity to use these spaces and platforms to also define ourselves and get to know ourselves and to open ourselves up and to receive the stories of others. And so that's, that's a blessing, I think, of this, this particular moment. So y'all forgive me if I rant a little bit.
7: No, no, no. That was beautiful. I mean, you, you also kind of define why we kind of invited Royce to this show. Because I think that he just, you are a combination of all the things. And now, first thing, you've been with us since the beginning. You've been riding. You know what I mean? And the fact that you have listened to all of these different subjects and topics and been like, I see me there. I see me there. And I see me there. And I'm going to articulate to you guys how I see myself. Like, please follow Royce on Twitter at the very least. It's been fulfilling and full circle. I feel you, Asia. Like, I just, it's I, I don't know. I feel fed by this moment just in having this conversation with Royce, too, because it feels good to know that, like, these conversations mean something to somebody and they start things. They start conversations, as Jill says all the time. We are, we are starting conversations. We are maybe changing people's minds, slowing them down a little bit, Back, getting off your, your mountaintop and come down here and open your mind and ask questions and think like the rest of us.
6: And it's, it's so organically intersectional. I like I felt, and I felt comfortable in seeing myself in so many things that you all talk about. I didn't feel as though, ooh, I kind of want to comment that I can relate to that, but ooh, I don't want to. I don't want anything to be erased or dismissed or disregarded about who I am. You know, I, I feel like my my levels and my layers are in a safe space with this podcast. Like that's so important. It's like because that is that's that's so non-negotiable when we look at like community work, when we look at organizing, when we look at building for real nation building, you know what I mean? Like where we can actually respect our variations, which sometimes aren't even like differences. It's just variations of how we stand and being alive and existing, you know? And can we get JDL like blasted through like the whole shit in the West End? Because those, like certain spaces, You know, treat Blackness in particular like it's a social club. If you don't meet this expectation, Mm. you can't be down with revolution. If you don't meet this expectation, you can't be down with revolution. And when we look at what it means to have a true community, it's so many of us, that's what makes it beautiful and strong and and allows it to flourish and, and foster actually growing because we allow all of us to take up space without feeling like we're stealing space, like, you're safe here.
4: Woo, woo, woo. Say it one more time, taking up space without saying that I'm stealing space. Cause that right there, whoa, Nelly. I had a conversation, (laughs) no, no. I had a conversation with with, um, this beautiful brother a few days ago was doing my makeup, Uh, a gay black brother. And he was telling me that he was having this debate with his best friend back and forth about, he's a little older than me and all of this new stuff and all of this, you know, blah, 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 and and like really, really kind of buying into a lot of propaganda, right? And so, and this is a black gay man. So a lot of times you do see like people from the community being used in certain ways, you know, to, to, to spill certain propaganda. But anyway, bottom line was we were talking and I said to him, you know, listen to your best friend. Because what what we talk about in this moment or what we're talking about in this moment is not, it's easy to not erase when you're in community with people. When you're in the same, you know, it's like when you're a kid, you just a kid's playing, right? You don't have to announce yourself, right? But when you're in, when you are out into the greater parts of the world and you have to take up space in places and spaces that maybe you haven't been or where people don't know who you are, where people don't just love you just for the sake of love you, you have to be able, you have to be able to count on those in community with you to ride you gotta count on them to tell you that hey like you have a right to announce yourself in any space you come into so that you can recreate that same kind of love that you feel when you're in in your safe spaces when you're in community with others and it's like that and, and that we're counting on each other we're counting on each other so we have to fix it between us so that when we go out into the real enemy lines that we are really actually holding the line for one another mm-hmm. We can't do it if we don't have it in the inside, you know, and the inside gotta be tight. I got six kids, okay? What mother who had a bunch of kids ain't sent them around one day and is like, listen, y'all can argue all y'all want to. You understand what I'm saying? But when it's time to ride, it's time to mother effing ride. We riding, okay? Somebody mess with one of us, they messing with all of us. You can argue about where you differ when we get home.
7: That's why I want black people to really be. I, I can't wait for us to all, I, that's that's the dream. That's the dream. Like, mm-hmm. that's as, it right there, as Asia. As we
4: ride, it's we ride.
7: We ride, we ride. We ride. Nobody. And that's what we do here at Jada,
5: we ride. You know, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the, the reason why you get there. Just go, shit. It doesn't matter. It's ex- Everything else is too damn exhausting. I love to feel rejuvenated. I love to feel alive in myself. I love that. That's wonderful. Pretending is exhausting. You know, I had a moment, you know, sidebar, I had a moment um, on stage not too long ago. And I was like, I know I'm tired and I should be. Like I just had one last night in a whole other city and now I'm here. I feel like I got the right to be tired. And, and that show was, you know, it went on for about two and a half hours, you know? And then we rolled for about seven hours on the bus and now we're here. I was like, yeah, but there's no need for me to just continue with the template. There's no need. I don't this is my house. This is my space. I don't need to do that. I can, you know, there is a template because we all obviously have to rehearse. But in this moment right now, I'm gonna let y'all know how I feel. This is how I feel. Let me let me just slide on in here. You know, and then the whole room shifted. It, everything shifted, you know, um, and it, it taught me, I, you know, another, another valuable lesson always. It's like that Um, it's better to be in your to be in the room, you know, to be in here rather than, you know, to just be in, you know, just to be in in the space, but to actually have your energy and your your spirit. Alive and um, emoting energy is is way better than anything else. I prefer it. You know, but easily because you get tired, because you get stressed, get used to it, you can fall right in line with what was. This is a new world we're experiencing. And it can be very exciting and very loving. What I know is that I like who I like, just like when we were kids. You see somebody across the room, like,
4: <laughs> "We gonna be friends." What's up?
5: Like, we about to
0: play. We gonna be friends. We
5: That's what gonna it is. Play. We're about to play. Like that—that that level of excitement, just because you know, you are we best friends now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> where you know that—that that excitement, it still exists. And some people we have it with, and some people we just don't. But if we open ourselves to it, I guarantee you're going to find a little some of that every day. Every day. It's right there. I find it too often. Oh, yeah. You know. We're proud of you, Royce. (laughs) We're proud of you. It's so wonderful to see you so, like, multidimensional. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. That's who we're reaching? We're reaching these multidimensional folks? Yeah. Yo, all the listeners got to
7: step it up. Royce got, he didn't look. (laughs) The bar is set.
5: (laughs) Woo! Run it back, run it back. Uh, Genre bending, Afro futuristic, Black liberation, soul, funk, hip hop, music, recording artist, multi instrumentalist. I love that. Arranger, composer, MC, vocalist, actor, photographer, sketch artist, keynote speaker. An alum of FAMU, golly! I ain't even mentioned his current job on the thing. I
7: mean,
6: why? why bother? (laughs) But I majored (laughs) in animal science. That's the funny
7: part. Animal (laughs) science and FAMU, Mm -hmm. of course. Oh, that's dope. I I minor in music though. But you can always go back to your mama farm and help her out (laughs) with whatever she needs. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back.
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: I was curious, is there any conversation that you think, like, that that we haven't had that you would be, you would be like, we should maybe think about having this conversation?
6: Ooh. I mean, kind of spilling off this is... With us all being multi-dimensional, multi-layered, multi-leveled, the power of saying yes to the living in the rhythm of your body. Like, you know, when you're little and they ask you, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's, and you're like five, six, ten, however old, and that can change at any moment. But there's the expectation of like, oh, well, you know, at six, I wanna be an astronaut. And you ask again. Okay, at 10, you still want to be an astronaut and so forth and so on. But there's very little room for like, I want to be an astronaut, and then I want to be, you know, a professional violinist, or I would love to be a seamstress or a radio uh show personality. We don't give way for just the mind to be, you know, you can still be rooted and branch out. And it doesn't mean that you gotta have one little limb hanging off your tree. You can, you can bear as many different types of fruits as you want on that tree, you know, just being able to say, all right, I'm okay with, you know, I like animals. I love music too. So you know what? I'm gonna do both. And I don't care what it means, what it looks like to other people. It makes sense to me and it makes sense to my spirit. And evidently that's been put on my heart for a reason. So can I stand in my reason? And that be it? Come on. Be can I stand
4: in my reason?
6: And that'd Come be like I don't, I don't imagine how 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 warm most of us will be if we can move through life on that rhythm of our body. Mm. By the time you retire, you're too, you know, probably maybe you're too worn out to even enjoy anything else. You know, but even when you retire, if you've been a librarian all of your life, guess what? You can go back to school and do whatever, or you can open up a market on the beach, or you know can can we can we do that for ourselves yeah. and others? Just share that. I think that there's so much power in just allowing ourselves to live to according to that rhythm versus you know mm, 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 that's it. I said that's that's very dry.
5: According to my son, that's that's how he feels education is. That it's it's very limiting. You know, there's things that you have to know. You have tests that you have to take, but it doesn't necessarily um, impact your life. You know, in the way that you would want it to. And we have that discussion all the time. Yeah, there's there's some truth to it. There's also other other portions that are like, well, you know, it's it's good to know how to measure shit. Huh? <laughs> it's 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 good to know how to, you know, add, subtract, multiply, and divide your money, you know. You know, that's that's
4: sometimes the harder part is the kind of larger philosophies that we try to get people to buy into. So if you have a kid, you can you can teach somebody anytime you can teach somebody in 10 minutes how to measure mm-hmm. but you can't teach somebody how to have ideas mm. that's a lot harder so yes. the fact that you're sitting there and he has ideas he is he is exploring the philosophy of his life and how he looks at and analyzes the things he's in a, interacting with is is a high intelligence for me. You know, I think there's, and I feel like, you know, you can always learn a thing. Not saying it'd be easy, but you can always learn, you know, these kind of, you know, basic things and systems, you know? And unless, um, and, and, and I also want to acknowledge there's always so many different ways to measure because guess what? People don't measure things the same way everywhere mm-hmm. in the world. Some people use the metric system. Some people use a little raggedy system we have in America. Some people Aww. measure. Some people measure <laughs> by by fingers, feet, and
5: toes. Some people measure. So I think we should. Some people be say far. Some people say far, say far Okay, far far. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. You right?
4: know. I love double Del. now. No, I enjoy the, I enjoy these young people and how they are pressing us and pushing us to think outside of you know, the box. And I know it is our job to keep them understanding how to move with these ideas.
5: There it is.
7: Right. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to have a conversation now. I literally was asking Royce what we should talk about in the future. There y'all go, having a whole conversation. Now, we, I, I was giving us another show. Now mm. I
4: apologize.
5: <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> we can absolutely continue this because... Yeah, every generation wants to hold on to all the things that was before. And um life is for for the living people. You know, we we learn as we grow and we let some things we let some things perish. And if it's not beneficial to the soul, if it's keeping you isolated, if it's uh barring you from opening up and and getting out of boxes and, and, uh, out of the darkness. Um, if it's, if it's, if it's halting you from doing these things, let it go. Let it go. Talk to somebody you wouldn't normally have a genuine conversation in a bar, you know, <laughs> on the street corner, you know, ask a question with respect and, um, and brighten, brighten your, brighten your situation. Huh? It's all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to J.L, the podcast. Uh, it is our pleasure to have conversation at Spark Conversation. And thank you so much, Royce Hall, for being here with us and being a super fan and supporter of our movement. Bless you.
0: How do you eat an elephant? One bite. By
1: Hey listeners, it's Amber, the producer, and I just want you all to know you are safe here. Nothing makes my heart swell like knowing our listeners feel seen, heard, and safe. Royce is a gem and to get more Royce in your life check out his website theroycehallexperience.com. com. he has some amazing books you can also follow him on social media at IamRoyceHall and check out his YouTube he made a few videos in response to this conversation so if you kind of want to dive a little deeper into showing up as your authentic self and really nurturing your inner child check them out I will link them in the show notes love you
5: Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode.
1: Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents, J.ill the podcast.
5: J.ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
3: Anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.